Bismillah. We'll get like maybe 15 minutes in, inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ataba'a sunnatuhu ila yawmin deen. Ameen. So now we're on 103. Qalu al-Musallifu rahimahullahu ta'ala wa nafarallahu yam bi'ulumihi fi al-Dawrin. Ameen. says Al-Arifu La yazulu Iddiraruhu Wa la yakunu ma'a ghayri Allahi qararuhu Al-Arifu La yazulu Iddiraruhu Wa la yakunu ma'a ghayri Allahi qararuhu Some heavy duty ones coming. Mm-hmm. He says, Al Arif, the knower of God, this person's idtirar is consistent. Their idtirar is consistent. Their idtirar is their complete dependency on God. Al Muttar, the one who's Muttar, is the one who is. They say it's like the image of the person who was in a ship in the ocean and they can't see land and there's a storm and the ship is wrecked and nothing is left except for a log, like one piece of wood and they're hanging on to the one piece of wood and they're in the middle of the ocean by themselves and nothing is around. The way that they would call out to Allah in that moment, that's the muddar. So he's saying, Al-Arif la yazalu tiraruhu that the person who knows God, that's their continuous state. They're always in a state like that, that they can complete utter need of Allah. Complete and utter need of Allah. That, that, because this is all tied to what came before it, right? That your dependency is innate. You're dependent. That dependency, it never leaves them. You know? And um, and uh, their stability is not in other than Allah, and their stability is not in other than Allah. <coughs> so they're not depending on anything other than Him, Subhanahu wa Taala, because they're not connected to the creation. Their love and their desire and their intimacy is with the Creator. One o four. Anara al-Zawahira bi-anwari atharihi Wa anara al-Sara'ira bi-anwari awsafihi Li-ajli thalika afalat anwaru al-Zawahir Wa lam ta'ful anwaru al-Qulubi wal-Sara'ir Wa li-thalika qeel Inna shams al-Nahari taghrubu bil-Layli Wa shams al-Qulubi laysa taghibu Alright. Can you read how they translated this one? I'm very curious. Can you have to be louder? He has illuminated outward appearances with the lights of his created vestiges and illuminated inmost parts with the lights of his attributes. 
This is why the lights were created vestiges set at night, but the lights of hearts and inmost souls never set. And why it has been said, the daytime sun goes down at night, but the sun of agnostic hearts never goes down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's very good. Mashallah. So, so it says that he illuminated the outward world or the outward things by the lights of his created by his creation. Right? So we <coughs> this is the outward world. We're able to see it. We're able to see it through the light that's created. Right? This is it's also part of the creation is this light. And this light becomes a means by which he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he himself has illuminated the world through his own creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, um, and he illuminated the internal, the sara'ir, the internal, by the lights of his attributes. By the lights of his attributes. And um, <coughs> so I want to see what he says in the commentary before I go with the translation. Basically says what their translation says. So he he gives light to the external world through his created things. And he gives light to the internal world through the manifestations of his attributes, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the beautiful things that we see in our hearts for mercy and love and joy and happiness and generosity and kindness and all of these kind of feelings that we have these lights that happen internally they're reflections of the infinite attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the light that we actually experience in inside of ourselves and our hearts is a, re is a reflection in a finite way of his infinite Attributes, attributes subhanahu wa ta'ala What is the significance of that? What he's saying is The significance of that is what? Is that That means that the illumination of the external life It can go away It can set You turn the lights off It goes dark But the illumination of the internal life It doesn't ever set So So the person who is in intimate relationship with Allah and knows their Lord and their heart is alive it doesn't matter what's going on outside the inside is still vibrant and the inside is still light and the inside is still illumination you close your eyes, open your eyes the sun can set, the moon can come out it can be a cloudy day, it can be whatever it can be it doesn't matter, the heart inside is still illuminated because the illumination of the inside is not dependent upon external lights it's dependent upon the the the, the Manifestations of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that happen in the hearts. So he says, and that's why at the end he says, In the Shams and Nahari Taghribu bin Layli wa Shams and Kulubi Laysa Taghribu. That's why the poet says that the, the light of the daytime 
it sets in the night. And, and the sun of the hearts, it never goes away. The sun of the hearts, it never goes away. The heart is always enlightened. If it's connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. that happened between Sahl ibn Abdullah who is one of the righteous people of the study someone came to him and they asked him about sustenance they asked him about sustenance so he told them they asked him about sustenance so he said he is the one who is living and doesn't die <laughs> subhanAllah so he says, um, so the person says, I'm asking you, um, like basically I'm asking you about that thing that holds things up, you know, like I'm not asking you about Allah, I'm asking you about the thing that holds things up. He said, uh, The thing that holds things up, that's knowledge. So he said, I'm asking you about the food, basically. <laughs> you know, he's, trying <laughs> he's trying to get him to talk about something else, and he's only, all he sees is Allah, right? So he's like, what, what's your quote? He said, It's amazing. So he told him, I'm asking you about ghida, I'm asking you about food. He said, In ghida, who is dhikr? In ghida, who is dhikr? It's to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's trying to be even more specific. I'm asking you about the food of the body. The food of the body. So he said, He said, what are you worried about the body? Let the one who took care of it in the beginning take care of it in the end. <laughs> Why are you worried about the body? Forget the body. Worry about Allah. <laughs> and of course there's the line of uh, poetry It's a very famous line Ya khadim al-jismi kam tashqa bi khidmatihi Wa tatlub al-ribha fi ma fihi khusranu This is a little bit different Alayka bil-ruhi fastakmil fadailaha Fa'anta bil-ruhi ilha bil-jismi insanu Says, oh you who's serving your body uh, How much you've hurt yourself in serving it Are you seeking victory or profit in that wherein there is loss? Right? Like, you're se are you seeking to gain from your body? Your body's going away. It's not going to stay. No matter how hard you try, it's going to it's going to deteriorate. So worry about your heart, your soul, and complete its its virtues because it's your soul and not your body that makes you human. It's your soul and not your body that makes you human. And he says in one o five, ليخفف ألم البلاء عنك. علمك بأنه سبحانه هو المبلي لك فالذي واجهتك منه الأقدار هو الذي عودك حسن الاختيار Okay, can you read how they translated this one too? Lightened for you by knowing that it is He most glorious who is making trial of you. 
For him from whom you are faced with the blows of fate is he who has accustomed you to his choosing well. Say that last part again. Uh, for he who has... For, uh, for, uh, is, is he who has accustomed you to his choosing well. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna read the commentary and we're gonna go from there just to be sure. أم كيف لا يتلذذ به كما يتلذذ بالنعمة سائر الناس So he says this this uh, this wisdom is a relief for those who are traveling on their journey to Allah uh, that will give them patience until they reach the place of those who know Allah will give them patience on the journey because the one who knows that the difficulties that they face come from their Lord Who is more merciful to them than their parents Their Lord is more merciful to them than their mom and their dad Than their mother and their father So they know that the trials So he says what he's saying is that Let your knowledge that he is the one who Brought these trials to you Let your knowledge of that be a means by which uh, the pain of the trial is lessened right? Knowing that it comes from God Let that be a means by which The difficulty of it is lessened because, And know that he is the one That brought you this decree um, So he, he's basically Explaining that uh, <coughs> So know that it is Allah who brought you that thing And that he is the one who has Then that should take away its pain because the one who puts you puts you through uh, put put you know puts you through different sicknesses and different trials and different difficulties, um, he's the same one who uh, accustomed. The translation of the last part is the hard part. How do they do that again? Choosing well. But before that. He was accustomed to choosing well. Yeah. He has a custom, yeah. It's a very strange translation. فَإِنَّ الَّذِي وَاجَهَتْكَ مِنْ هُوَ الْأَقْدَارُ أَيْ الْأُمُورِ الْمُقَدَّرَةِ عَلَيْكَ مِنْ مَرَضٍ وَنَحْوِهُ هُوَ الَّذِي عَوَّدَكَ حُسْنَ الْإِخْتِيَارِ أَيْ إِخْتِيَارُ الْأَمْرِ الْحَسَنَ الَّذِي يُلَائِمُكَ فَاتَّهِمْ نَفْسَكَ إِذَا ظَنَّتْ خِلَافْ ذَلِكَ وَسَلَّمْ الْأَمْرِ تَسْلَمْ فَإِنَّ مَوْلَاكَ Faced, faced you with this difficulty And has brought this upon you He is also the one Who should make you realize by now That he's, his choice is better for you than your own Like he's put you through enough For you to know that, you, that For you to realize that his choice is better for you than your own And he's the one that's putting you through this now So just relax and take it easy And know that whatever, whatever you're going through It's what's best for you even if you don't realize it, he is Allah and he knows. And turn your affairs over to him 
and accuse and if you think that you know better than he knows then you know have a conversation with yourself and turn your affairs over to him you will be freed from these difficulties because your lord who's wise knows better about what's good for you than you know وَقَالَ تَعَالَىٰ عَسَىٰ أَن تَكْرَهُ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ وَعَسَىٰ أَن تُحِبُّ شَيْئًا وَهُوَ شَرٌ لَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ That, you know, maybe it's that you dislike something and it's good for you and maybe you love something and it's bad for you or you want something and it's bad for you and Allah knows and you do not know. So just remember that He is Allah and whatever you're going through, He knows better. And uh, it's a... Uh, uh, the next one, I'll just read it without going into the commentary because they kind of they work together, and if we stop, it doesn't work well, you know. So what what kind of like helps in that process is just 106. I'll just again read it only. So he says that the one who thinks that the 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 gentleness and the mercy of Allah can ever be taken out of his decree taken you know taken apart from his decree then that's because they themselves don't understand so he's saying even even when you're going through a difficult it's connected to the one before it know that he's the one who put you through that and he's the one who put you through other things before that turned out to be better and know that whenever he has something that's decreed his lutf is part of that his mercy and his generosity and his kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is part of that and if you can't see that, it's because you don't see it. It's not because it's not there. So it's really important because they go together. Inshallah, we'll, next month Allah give us life to be able to continue. And uh, we'll continue, inshallah, next time at 106. Any comments or questions there?